It's time to get on on the town with Shoop Shepherd and Johnny Boisher, bringing you a fresh take on all the beats and eats in and around the Seattle area. It's a thriving nightlife out there, and Johnny Boisher and Shoop Shepherd will help you find out where to go in this happening city. And now, here are your hosts, Johnny Boisher and Shoop Shepherd. Good afternoon, everybody. Beautiful day. Not so much with the traffic, which is very heavy right now the on traffic. the I-90. It's awful. I'm Shoop Shepard, by the way. I'm Johnny Boisher. And this is Out on the Town, Seattle's premier restaurant and entertainment talk show. And on the board, Taylor Jacobs. Hello, hello. How and are you, Taylor? Doing this, well. This is a historical moment today. I know. We are broadcasting Periscope. We're live streaming the show. And let the people know about Periscope, because I don't even know about Periscope, and I'm in that generation. Well, Periscope, uh, I read about yesterday, uh, I think it was a New York Times article, the tech section, and they were talking about the Twitter acquisition of Periscope from a couple of gentlemen who founded it, Mm -hmm. and they hadn't uh, even had an application yet, and they were already paid like a billion dollars. Jeez. Because it's a live streaming application on the phone. Which mm-hmm. is, I have an Apple phone. You said you can't use it. It is Apple phone specific at the moment, but you can still watch the stream on your computer. On, a, and on you can watch it on an Android phone, but currently you can't broadcast through the application unless you have a iPhone. So of the some fr- sorts. Fr- a lot of people are using it for news stories, well, just streaming a live. You know, live. Yeah. This news is going on, and they're putting yeah. it on their blogs or whatever. And well, how do they tune in? You can go on to Twitter, you can go to Shoop underscore Shepherd, and you can look right there. Shoop actually tweeted out a link, so if you click that top link, it'll take you straight to the video, and you can go ahead and see yeah. uh, Johnny and Shoop sitting here just uh, having a good old time. That's uh, S-H-O-U-P. Then the underscore. S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Perfect. Thanks, I appreciate it. Sorry, I spelled your name correctly? Yeah. So I thought, hey, this would be a great device to use uh, broadcasting the show, live streaming it. And thus we are. You look great. <laughs> you do. You do. So uh, a, hist- a historic uh, moment today in the radio broadcasting. Shoop <laughs> underscore Shepherd, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D on Twitter. And you can watch us live. And you can text. As the show is going on, people can text you on Twitter. Yeah, they can and uh, respond tweet at you. to what you're talking about. Yes. So if we've mentioned a restaurant we like or dislike, or a movie review right. or something, they can. We hey, what did we get for a, a, a tw- you know a tweet? Response. We're also we're reaching out all kinds of ways because we're now on iTunes podcasted. So if you go to mm-hmm. iTunes and you go to the podcast and you type in um, "Out on the Town KKNW," boom, you'll see our shows. We have uh, I think we have seven shows up now. So yeah, yeah. And you can just subscribe, so it'll automatically download. Yes, when it's uploaded. So, so now we're on Twitter. Yep, video, Facebook, Facebook, uh, internets. In, we're on <laughs> all of the internets. Plus, you can actually just call in at four two five. Excuse me, eight 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 two nine eight K K N W. Call in and uh, you know. Give them a hard time. Give me a hard time. Yeah. Whatever. A lot of traffic out there with the I-90 work they're doing. What are they doing now? Is it the same thing they did last time? What's going on? No, it's before the tunnel, I think they're actually getting people into the it's, express lanes. It's on this side, though. It's on the east side, correct. Because last talking, time it was on the We're talking on the, the Bellevue, Bellevue east side. Bellevue east side. And, yes, and yeah. the East Mercer uh, exit is where the, the jam is. Mm-hmm. So, 
Hey, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. Shall we talk about restaurants, entertainment, and such? You had a wonderful kayaking trip. I did. I did. I uh, yesterday I kayaked to um, I kayaked from my place on uh, Lake Union on West Lake to Kiss Cafe, and um, it's great if you kayak out there. When we went, we didn't go down to where all of the fishing boats are. So you're in this little teeny kayak, and there are giant ships all around. It's really fun. They just redid the dock at the end of the street right where Kiss Cafe is. It's right before you get to the locks. So I was able to get out of the boat with actually without getting in the water, which is something you don't want to do there because the water's not that great. Went in there, went into Kiss. I had uh, a Cuban sandwich, and I started my quest to join the largest beer club in Seattle. That would be the Ballard Drinking Team. It's, it's very cool. They have hundreds of different bottles, and you get this sheet, and every time you have a beer, somebody on the team signs your sheet, and if you go through 100 beers in a year, 100 totally different beers in a whole year, you become a member of the team. And there are some people who have been through it like seven times, I think. And the name of the restaurant again is? It's called Kiss Cafe. It's owned by the coolest people on the planet. It's uh, Brenda and Oakley. Oakley is, uh, Oakley is a cool guy. And then Kyle works there. And everybody that works there is real cool. And uh, they do all kinds of uh, great comfort food. They have the best BLT, by the way, I've ever had. What sets it apart? It's just the perfect combination of crisp, toast, bacon, the lettuce is fresh and it's just perfect. You know, a BLT is a very what kind of simple sandwich. sandwich. What kind of bread I should, should do they do they use? It's um boy, what kind of bread is that? Was it like their own bread that they make there or I don't think they make bread there. The think. sourdough white? It's a sourdough. Right. It's a sourdough bread. Sliced. Where very exa- beautiful. Where exactly toasted. is this located on uh, South Lake Union? It's not on South Lake Union. It's uh, it, it's in Ballard, right before the locks. Right so, before. So when the you cut, take your kayak, how did you get there? Well, you go under the free under the five under the Fremont Bridge, and then you continue down. So the Burke Gilman Trail is on one side, and then you go under the Ballard Bridge to where all the fishing boats are. Right, you know, uh, the restaurant that you were talking about. We, you know, and the, and the fish place, the fresh salmon, fresh salmon place. It's that body of water, right on the, and you just keep going. And when you see the wall in the water that comes out to direct people into the locks, you go on the outside. You go to the to the north side of that near wall near Fisherman's Terminal. Oh, it's on the other side of the water from Fisherman's Terminal. Oh, okay, yeah, and uh, new dock, great people. Are, there, really are there a lot of restaurants on the on the lake or? I mean, yeah, that, well, there's an Ivers on the lake, there's Westward on the lake, and then down in the south part of uh, South Lake Union, there's uh, Chandler's is down there, there's, uh, yeah, there's a ton of them. So most of these are you, are accessible by boat, or all of them? A lot of them. Uh, most of them, though, if you have like a kayak, you can't. You can't get on, get to them? Yeah, it's really hard, especially in the summertime. Now, one Forget thing you mentioned it. about this uh, Kiss restaurant, uh, Kiss Cafe, is that they have a dock now for kayakers. Well, it's not specifically for kayakers, but they cleaned it up. So you can you can pull up. I did it yesterday. I pulled up. It's a little bit high, so I had to learn a new exit out of my kayak. You know, you got to take both forearms and just push yourself out. Um, and then uh, I just leave my kayak there. 
take all my belongings. Well, I take the paddles and so no one will take and the kayak. And we actually, I hate to interrupt, but Oakley from the Kiss Cafe. Oakley's on. Is on the line. So, Oakley, say hello. You are on, out on the town. Hey, how's it going? Oakley, how are you? I was just talking about Kiss Cafe, my favorite place in Seattle. <laughs> well done. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, I started my quest to join the Ballard drinking team. It's a fun one. I know. So, how, tell people how you joined. Uh, yeah, you had it pretty much right. Uh, you know, all, we live in probably one of the best places in the world for beer these yes. days. And so if you really enjoy beer, it's a great way to try not only local beer, but beer that you probably wouldn't have tried before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we were over 300 members, and that's shocking to me, but it's great. And then I've got all, you know, a lot of the members are going around again. Because they just they just had some so much fun doing it. How many times around is who's in the lead for the? I mean, not who, but how many times has one person gone around? And by we going have, around, we mean a hundred different beers <laughs> in a year, and then they do it again. Every time, correct? Yeah, we have a what I call the six star general, and that was Michael Boston, a good friend of mine. And uh, I know Michael uh, Boston. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Most people who drink beer in this city know Michael Boston. He's a, he's a great guy. He's been around but, uh, six times. Yeah, you know. What's that? Six times? Six times. So he, he did, uh, you know, the first time around, and then if he went around again, you got an anchor, and then people started coming to me, and, be, and they were asking, could we do just a canned list? I was like, sure. So you got, he just did 100 different cans, and then it was on all IPA lists. Oh, all man. IPA lists. And, and you know, every time you go around, you get a different badge on your glass. Yeah. Sh- sh- so the... Everybody has their own glass, and they get engraved each time they yeah, go around. It's cool. correct. They get their own engravement, their own quote, and then the badges for like the the cans glass happen to be a pair of boobies. Uh, the, <laughs> the IPA was a hop cone, and then Michael came to me after doing it five times. He's like, "I just really want to drink what I want." I was like, "Well, buddy, you've been around five times. I think you should be able to drink whatever you want." And uh, I asked Michael, "What do you think the badge should be?" He's like, "Can I get a finger flipping?" off basically he <laughs> the middle finger coming up at me i was like you can do whatever you want you're my six-star general so <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he's of... working on now oh uh, he's finished it actually <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah so, so. that's a lot of fun down there I, I appreciate you coming by how do you manage to get so many nice people working there it's like the coolest place to be it really is it's become quite a family actually i mean those kids are uh, yeah I, I adore them i mean I, I think pure luck, you know, and then the fact that me and my partner Brenda, we also work it. Yeah, so we don't we don't ask them to do anything that we don't or won't do. Right. Uh, but I can't say enough about my staff. They're just they have they know they have fun there, and that's the great thing about the places. Yeah, I go down there when I when I'm not working, I still go down there, and I've had it for seven years, and I still enjoy going there because it's it's just a fun atmosphere. Really. You're gonna be there tonight. I will not. I'm taking it easy. I just got back from vacation, so we're we're doing catch up around the the household. So you're on vacation from vacation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> doing the laundry part of the vacation. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so I assume your uh, business picks up at uh, this time of year with the weather nice and people getting out in boats. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we just put a garage door in last year, and that's been amazing. You know, because you can just get all that fresh air coming in, and yeah, starting right now it gets really busy, and then. Uh, during the summer, we'll get a lot of uh, even tourists that are down at the Ballard Lock. Very cool. That'll, that'll walk down. So it's, it's, a, it's a, well, Ballard, obviously, you know, is a real fun place. But we're far enough down out of the, out of the city of Ballard to where yeah. uh, you get a different vibe, I guess. Well, 
now that I got my kayak going, I'll be spending I'll be I'll be spending more time down there. And uh, next time I go down there, I better see. You. I was I was a little upset. <laughs> yeah, I was a little I was upset, Oakley. I'm just gonna I say. I was down at Pelican, uh, Pelican Brewery doing research, you know. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive over. You're going to drive? Why don't no. you come on? It's a three-mile nah, kayak. You can drive. do it. How do you get there by your car? You you go to the Ballard Bridge, and then you... You go over the Ballard Bridge. You go over the Ballard Bridge. Not to it. You have to actually go over it. And then you go... <laughs> <laughs> You're such a knucklehead. Yes, and then when you get to Fifth Market, you, you turn uh, left... And uh, you go down almost to the turn where the locks are, and it's right before, like, what is that restaurant, Portage Bay? There's Portage Bay right by us. It's yeah, it's right before right Portage Bay. What is the name of the road that goes to the dock? The corner oh, that you're on. Right, I right believe by the, it's 28th. It's 28th, and there's a little no. salon there. Well, yeah. in this day and age with Google Maps, you just put in Kiss Cafe, Ballard, there, there and, you, you and you're, you'll, you'll be to guided to it. My, my favorite place. Thanks for calling in, Oak. Hey, thanks for it. I appreciate it, John. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see you again, buddy. All right. See you soon. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Oakley is the coolest. Coolest guy. So, anyway. Did you tell him where to send a check? That was an <laughs> incredible promotion. I, I didn't tell him that. No. Well, I wish I would have liked to have joined you, but, you know, given my uh, health condition at the current time with my uh, respiratory infection, I, I really need to, my doctor said, just not gotta to overextend ca- myself. You just got to calm down about that. You'll be fine. I'm getting a little nervous. You're always I'm a little nervous. You're always a little nervous. I had my oxtail soup the other day, and that didn't help. You're always. Did you have that at uh, at uh, Black Bottle? No, I made it myself. You made your own oxtail soup. Yeah, it's quite a production. You are incredibly. I had, uh, yeah, you I can do a, a lot re- of I things. I had a reduction sauce and everything. Have really? you had any pho? Have pho? You, do you make pho? No. Have you had any pho since no, you've been sick? No. No. You know, I don't want to go around town with you know bronchitis and highly contagious. And get away from All me. All I'm going to say is it's the ultimate feel good food is pho. Whether you're hungover or you're feeling yeah, sick. Yeah, I love pho. All right, I'll go do it. I'll uh, head over there tonight. Well, with that said, why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we have some more to talk about. You have a review of Andaluca. I do, Andaluca. Well, we look forward to that. I also have something to talk about that's a little more socially conscious uh-huh. about food waste from restaurants and just from consumers on a whole uh-huh. that we'll talk about next uh-huh. on Out on the Town. Uh-huh. Hey, let me tell you about one of the coolest places to go in Seattle, Pike Brewing Company. Pike Brewing is on First Avenue between Pike and Union, right next to the Pike Market. You go on in there and sit at a comfortable table or belly up to their incredibly friendly bar, dig into awesome food made with fresh local ingredients, and have a perfectly crafted local beer made right there at Pike Brewing Company's Spectacular Brew Pub. Enjoy delicious brews like Pike Naughty Nelly, Pike's Kilt Lifter, Pike 5X Stout, Pike Octopus Inc., and many, many more. You want a delicious cocktail? Enjoy an excellent selection of local and craft spirits. They have a great local wine selection, too. And you have to tour the brewery, the best tour in Seattle, and learn how great craft beer is made in their steam-powered Gravity Flow Brewery. It's in the heart of Seattle, on first, right by the market. Pike Brewing Company, family-owned since 1989. I love this story. The story of the first distillery in Washington since Prohibition. 
Kent and Don, a couple of fly fishing buddies, get together and decide to make some hooch. The end result is a spirit as pristine and beautiful as the sport of fly fishing itself. I'm talking about dry fly distilling. Every drop of liquor from local raw grains grown on sustainable farms, producing a delicious richness no others can accomplish. This is true craft, no shortcuts. They just do what they do. It was decided the world needed better spirits and Kent and Dawn met the challenge. I'll put it up against any brand, anywhere, anytime. Dry Fly is the truth in alcohol and the definition of craft spirits. Try Dry Fly Vodka, Dry Fly Gin, and Dry Fly Wheat Whiskey. It's simple, it's really good hooch. Made in Spokane, available everywhere. Dry Fly, making it clean since 2007. Hey, this is Johnny Boyshire. You are listening to Out in the Town. We'll be right back. If you want Zinfandel, think Lodi. If you want great Zin, get Plungerhead from TOG. Plungerhead Zin is a serious wine with a playful name. Dark, garnet in color with stunning old vine character, blackberry, fresh tobacco, and white peppercorn aromas, blackstrap molasses, toasted walnut, and a bit of mocha cappuccino on the palate. Finish with a dark chocolate and toasty oak. Plungerhead Zinfandel is serious and seriously fun. Blended perfectly to enhance the fruit and bring out a deep spice. August Sebastiani is making wines that will continue their family reputation of quality for generations to come. They are building TOG one handshake at a time. Stepping back to the early days when all wine companies were family owned and operated. Go to TOGWines.com. Find out what the other guys are doing. You can start by picking up a bottle of Plungerhead Zinfandel. TOG, laid back guys, standout wine. Welcome back to Out on the Town. Shoop. Johnny. Taylor is a genius, isn't he? Yeah, we're, we're using our, our first use of Periscope. The new app on uh, mobile phones, uh, Apple phones that you can use with Twitter. And we wanted to help out with the audio in case somebody calls in like Oakley just did. So yeah. the people on Twitter. Yeah, can so if hear you're looking through the Periscope app or you're watching us via Periscope, you can now hear all the audio, uh, including the conversations that they're having on the phone. So we had a little technical difficulty. You probably couldn't hear Oakley, uh, his conversation, what he was saying. But now. But can, now. But now. You can hear it on Periscope. Now, Wonderful. Periscope is streaming everything. 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 And but I think including, I can't take all the credit. I think together, I think we're like Voltron. Together, we are powerful. Well, the um, the uh, they can only <laughs> you can only see these live streams via the tweet that you have or the Twitter account, right? Which my username is Shoop S H O U P underscore Shepherd S H E P H E R D. Those are two glaciers in Alaska. Mm. Shoop and Shepherd Glacier. Oh, Shoop underscore Spoiler. Shepherd. Yeah, on the Twitter account, and you can see us broadcasting live a historical moment in radio history today. Is, have you ever been live on TV before? No, I have not. It's sir. really exciting. I did it in college. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're going back ways back then, huh? Yeah, it's like 150. It's like when years. the Rolling Stones first came to America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's when I was in college. Yeah, except look at you with the, I'm not great. <laughs> hey, 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 come on now. What, what? Take it easy. 
Hey, you so, wanted to do a restaurant review of uh, this place called Andaluca. I know. I got to take my wife out on a date, and I went to Andaluca, which is on Stewart. It's, it's, it's at the Mayflower Hotel. Which I walked by the other day because you were telling me about it. Yes. Very beautiful hotel celebrating 87th anniversary or 85th? Uh, something like that. Yep. Yep. Says it on the outside on a sign. So we went, and I have to tell you, uh, for, first of all, when you walk in, it's dark and it's, uh, it's very, I, I felt so nostalgic for New York and because uh, it's, you know, with booths and dark wood and, and the service was spectacular. And I had for... When you s- walk by uh, the, mo- the hotel on the sidewalk, you can look into the restaurant. You get a exactly. beautiful, beautiful bar. Well, there's two restaurants. There's Oliver's on one side of the main lobby and then there's Andaluca on the other side. On the side. Stewart side. Yeah, and Andaluca is on the Stewart side. Yeah, and when you walk up, you can look yeah. through the window at the very nice, classy bar. It's old school. Yeah, it's to- it's really classy. old school. And uh, yeah, so let me tell you what I had. Can I? Please. Okay. So I had the spring bib salad with, uh, let's say, radishes, uh, green garbanzo, cucumber, pickled onions, crispy pancetta, and creamy tarragon dressing, and it was perfect. Great way to start the meal. And then... For uh, they have a bunch of other cool stuff, but for the entrees, my wife had paella, and this food is so rich and delicious. It was prawns, clams, mussels, chicken, chorizo, the arborio rice, harissa, uh, harissa butter. I know of harissa. She called it harissa butter in a saffron broth. It was delicious, very spicy and rich. And I had capellini of frutti di mar with prawns. Base scallops, mussels, clams, calamari, white balsamic rosemary. Absolutely delicious. Every meal we had, the service was perfect. What were the it, price points on that? Do you remember? Yeah. the. Uh, fr- I always like to know how much things cost. No, the, the uh, paella was $40. Ooh. And uh, the frutti de mar was 35 mm. And uh, my salad was 10 And uh, That's they a also, lot of money for a salad. They do marinated roasted beets. It's a fancy restaurant. And it's worth every Everything's penny. a la carte. Camiar was so nice. A la carte? Yes. Hmm. No, this is... All old, right, I'm just This asking, is old school. Know. It was good. I, I, you know, all of the... It's not a Denny's. I mean, you get you order what you want. I'm just put it saying together. it for the folks that are listening to know what they're getting when they go there. But actually, a la carte. But actually, they were doing Dine Around Seattle, so three courses for $33, whatever. They were doing that. They had that in there. So I had that. My wife didn't. She had the paella. They do sautéed kale. They was the paella special, or is that something no, that's, on the menu? Oh, no, it's Andaluca's paella. How was the service? The service was exquisite. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, it really is like being in a restaurant in New York for me. It was fantastic. I said to my wife, I, I want to come here once a month and have a fantastic meal. But the chef, who's uh, Sarah Lorenzen, um, she, uh, let's see, she, well, she grew up on a farm. And um, she d- has started introducing all these more exotic spices and stuff. Her her cooking style, it, it it's very earthy. They describe it as you know natural and earthy. She um, her parents used to uh, say it says right on the thing. Chef Lawrence grew up surrounded by lush lands of Petaluma, California, with a turkey rancher as a grandfather and parents who raised orphaned sheep among their walnut trees and raspberry patches. Wonderful. And that's how, you know, that's where she started and she was always cooking for her family and it's clear it was uh I'm going to give this 
how, how many? What's one to four plates is our highest four, rating is one, four plates. One to four plates, yeah. And for atmosphere, one to four plates. Well, first for the uh, food, what would you give it? Four plates. The atmosphere and ambiance? Uh, four plates. And service? Uh, four plates. It's uh, the best dining I'll, experience I'm gonna I've give had it, I'm since gonna give I moved it, I'm, to I'm Seattle. I'm going to give it three. You weren't there. Oh, all right. You weren't even there. You know what? They're going to give you half a plate. That's what you're going to get a broken I will plate go. from them. I will go, though. Yeah. It's fancy. When I get a nice date, I'll take her there. But you don't have to dress up. It's not the up. kind of place you want to go by yourself. It's not. When, well, Although you can sit at the bar. It looks a, like a nice bar know, The bar eat. is really nice. And it's, you know, the architecture in, in there, it's so cool and, and uh, really A lot of people from the hotel school. go there, or do you get people think, off the street as well? I, th- I think there are people from the hotel, and I think there are people from off the street. It's a combination, you know, and it's friendly. I mean, there was one family with their kid there, which was fine, you know. As and, long as they're quiet. Yeah, yeah. I don't like loud children. At a nice restaurant. I agree. I agree. You know, when I get I was, irritated. You know, when I was a little kid, we used to go out to dinner to Howard Johnson's on Thursday night to practice our manners for when we went out to dinner with my dad on Saturdays. <laughs> he used to smack us. So anyway, and Luca at the Mayflower Hotel. Four plates all around. Very good. Thank you for that food review. You're welcome. And with uh, you and your elegance of eating, I'm going to bring up a socially conscious issue right now that I'd like to make aware to the people. Are you know, you walk around now? the uh, city all the time and you see homeless people that need food. And, you know, just, you know, a lot of people just need food. Yes. A lot of us aren't rich or but, some of us just can't even get food. And an uh, uh, article came out in the New York Times that I read uh, that talked about the millions of households across the country that struggle to have enough to eat. And about the millions of tons of food that are tossed in the garbage. Oh, I know. I've food heard. waste. Yeah. A report last Wednesday shows that about 60 million metric tons of food is wasted a year in the United States with an estimated value $162 billion. Oh, my goodness. About 32 million metric tons of it end up in municipal landfills at a cost of about $1.5 billion a year to local governments. How do they measure that? I don't know. That's crazy. The report estimates that a, estimates that a third of all the food produced in the world, a third of all the food produced in the world is never consumed. Ugh. And you got to throw in restaurants with this because there's a lot of waste in restaurants. Oh, uh, restaurants! Are the I worst. often wanted to start a nonprofit. Maybe there's some out there that just goes around to restaurants at the end of the night and grabs food that hasn't been used or they're going to throw away that's they're, still edible, and then gather it and put it at a nice, you know, to no. the food. Uh, Stores and for the homeless, but and there stuff. is one like that. There was one in New York. Well, you need more than one. You know, no. you need like a half dozen of these. I'm I'm trying to remember the name of it, but there was one in New York that did exactly what you're saying. Well, I don't know what's holding us back to, to just initiating that. Uh, you know, again around Seattle. I don't know. Maybe somebody's doing it. Maybe somebody knows of somebody doing it. If you do, eight 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 two nine eight KKNW eight 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 two nine eight. KKNW. But yeah, help us feed people. Come on, give us. I a mean, call. how Tell much how food is wasted, and how 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 about going to households? Hey, you're not. Are you? Do you have food you want to get rid of? Or you're reducing food waste from twenty to fifty percent globally could save one hundred and twenty billion dollars to three hundred billion a year by twenty thirty. The report found, and the problem is expected to grow worse as the world's population increases. By 2030, when the global middle class expands, consumer food waste will cost $600 billion a year unless actions are taken to reduce the waste. So I'm asking for action. 
What can we do? You know, I asked, I had, I had this out with my wife once several times because we would go to Costco and we'd buy all this food and we couldn't eat it before it went bad. And I said, look, we're going to spend a little bit more. We're going to go to the local market. We're going to buy a piece of fish and we're going to eat it. And we're not going to waste by going to, I think Costco is probably going to cause a lot of that problem because people, have you seen the carts when people Well, how about restaurants and the amount of food we don't finish in our plates? I know. That goes out, you know, to the trash bin. That's, you know, if you just watch around, yep. you look at your own table. I mean, it's it's really, a, it's a boring to, to look at. I have never, I have never left food I don't mean to plate. be a downer here. I'm just saying. You no, know, no, There's no, a no. lot of waste that goes on out there, there with is. food. When you have people that are starving to death. I know. And we've talked about this for years and decades. And really nobody's done much to, to resolve the issue. What and should we do? And you a report like this. Well, I think they need nonprofit groups. I think there needs to be some government initiation. I agree. Um, you know, it, it's, I think it takes a, an effort from all, all sides to, I agree. To, 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 to take on this problem. On top of that, there's, there's, you know, garbage, too, is an issue. You know, you've got compost that can be used productively. Yes. That goes right in the trash and into a landfill. Yes. Now I found out my apartment complex has a, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, they're going to be initiating, a, you can put your compost outside your door and they'll pick it up in a bag that they give you to put the compost in each day. Really? And they'll, and they'll utilize it. At, you mean at the property? Yeah, at the apartment complex. See, I'm trying to do a communal compost at my building, but, uh. Well, there's a, there's a thing going on next week that the property manager is going to that a lot of the, in Seattle to, to educate them on, on, on this system that's going to be in place. There's also a new uh, system in place in my apartment complex where they are collecting the trash and recyclables. Of, it, it's a company, uh, Valet re- Recycling. Oh, okay. And they, they go around. They're networking with apartment complexes to pick up your recycling outside your door in a little black b- bin that right. you put it in, in a blue recycling bag. Right. And every night they go out and they grab it at 8 p.m. and take it away. Nice. Instead of sticking it all in one thing where they have to sort it out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So there's some people taking some initiative. We need Smart to do more. Smart people, but we need to do more. Oh, my, you and I are in perfect agreement. For the first time ever. Ever. It's yeah. never, ever happened. Yeah, sometimes we agree. All right. Yeah, sometimes. With that said. Do you agree, Taylor? Yeah. And a, a good thing you can do and a good mentality to have is uh, think globally, act locally. Yes. So, or as Hales Brewing says, think globally, drink locally. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, if you see something, you know, you think of the issue on the whole, but do things locally to make it better. You have some yes. leftovers, you're driving home, you happen to see someone standing on the side of the street, and you know for a fact it's going to be hard to get to those leftovers. Instead of a couple bucks, that meal will go a long way. Sure will. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could put a little uh, yeah. conscientious thinking into our program today. Yeah. It's always good. I didn't need Starbucks to do it. I did it on my own. Yeah. Because, you know, they had the little... Oh, yeah. I don't know why everyone socially, gave him grief about socially that. Socially conscious. They tried to, to initiate it with... Wh- with I, what, was it, what was the slogan on the cup? The coffee cups of Barista? One race. One, one, one race. race. But I don't... Complete why did everyone failure. give him grief about that? <laughs> I just think of the way it backfired. They just I, don't I, want... Bar- it only they don't backfired because <laughs> people like to hear themselves They don't want talk. baristas telling us what to socially think. No, but I mean, his idea was that we should be able to talk about those things over over a beer or a cup of coffee. I mean, let's not forget the Constitution was written right. in a bar. It was an overreaction, you think? I think it was a big overreaction because it is something yeah. that's important. People should talk about it. True. 
Well, it's utilizing a coffee cup to, to make a social statement. I guess there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just an overreaction. On the I think everybody media. overreacted. Yeah, it's because everybody wants to be, you know, be involved. And, well, I got stuff. I have stuff to say. Well, I'm it, say it. It was a and lesson here we learned. Here on a radio show just saying stuff. Well, it was, a, le- it was, a, it was a lesson <laughs> learned by all. <laughs> but hats off to them for trying. We do need more social consciousness. In the restaurant and entertainment business Very as we true. go out. And Very yes, true. we do. Very true. With that said, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have Johnny's Good Spirits. What do we have today, Johnny? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to follow up on something from last week, and then we're going to talk about pulque. Very good. Next on Out on the Town. If you want Zinfandel, think Lodi. If you want great Zin, get Plungerhead from TOG. Plungerhead Zin is a serious wine with a playful name. Dark, garnet in color with stunning old vine character, blackberry, fresh tobacco, and white peppercorn aromas, blackstrap molasses, toasted walnut, and a bit of mocha cappuccino on the palate. Finish with a dark chocolate and toasty oak. Plungerhead Zinfandel is serious and seriously fun blended perfectly to enhance the fruit and bring out a deep spice. August Sebastiani is making wines that will continue their family reputation of quality for generations to come. They are building TOG one handshake at a time, stepping back to the early days when all wine companies were family-owned and operated. Go to TOGwines.com. Find out what the other guys are doing. You can start by picking up a bottle of Plungerhead Zinfandel. T.O.G. Laid-back guys, standout wine. I love this story. The story of the first distillery in Washington since Prohibition. Kent and Don, a couple of fly fishing buddies, get together and decide to make some hooch. The end result is a spirit as pristine and beautiful as the sport of fly fishing itself. I'm talking about dry fly distilling. Every drop of liquor from local raw grains grown on sustainable farms producing a delicious richness no others can accomplish. This is true craft, no shortcuts. They just do what they do. It was decided the world needed better spirits and Kent and Dawn met the challenge. I'll put it up against any brand, anywhere, anytime. Dry Fly is the truth in alcohol and the definition of craft spirits. Try Dry Fly Vodka, Dry Fly Gin, and Dry Fly Wheat Whiskey. It's simple. It's really good hooch. Made in Spokane, available everywhere. Dry Fly, making it clean since 2007. You are listening to Seattle's premier entertainment and restaurant talk show. It is out on the town, and we'll be right back. Hey, let me tell you about one of the coolest places to go in Seattle, Pike Brewing Company. Pike Brewing is on First Avenue between Pike and Union, right next to the Pike Market. You go on in there and sit at a comfortable table or belly up to their incredibly friendly bar, dig into awesome food made with fresh local ingredients, and have a perfectly crafted local beer made right there at Pike Brewing Company's Spectacular Brew Pub. Enjoy delicious brews like Pike Naughty Nelly, Pike's Kilt Lifter, Pike 5X Stout, Pike Octopus Inc., and many, many more. You want a delicious cocktail? Enjoy an excellent selection of local and craft spirits. They have a great local wine selection, too. 
and you have to tour the brewery. The best tour in Seattle and learn how great craft beer is made in their steam-powered Gravity Flow Brewery. It's in the heart of Seattle on 1st, right by the market. Pike Brewing Company, family-owned since 1989. Hey, we're ready to talk about booze, but first um, I'm taking a look out the window and I see an incredible amount of traffic backed up on the uh, 405 and the I-90. There is a huge amount of traffic. Hello, everybody. Glad you could join us. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Sorry you're stuck in traffic. You'll we'll make it nice for you. for you. Yeah. You are listening to Out on the Town. Hope we can make your commute a little more relaxing as we talk about restaurants, entertainment, and booze right now with Johnny Poysher. So if you have anything to say, give us a ring at 888-298-KKNW. And this is our weekly... And now it's time for Good Spirits with Johnny Boyshire. Hey, remember last week when I was talking about alcohol? I forgot to mention something. Uh-oh. No, it, this is very cool. Now, this is this is the claim of alcohol, but apparently, uh, medical uh, uh, companies are really vi- in favor of having this made because what can, they can do is they can, in the event of a disaster, they can yes. take the dried alcohol to a place where there's a disaster and use it for medical purposes, like for sanitizing and so on. And it's so much of a smaller carbon footprint. It's light. They carry it and they can do it. Well, you could basically air seal an entire bag of alcohol and and put a little bit of water into it when you get to wherever you are. Exactly. And it's, uh, you know, uh, sterile. And it is uh, a lot easier for transporting. Exactly. So it has use in. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Ch- Chuck Schumer wants to make it illegal. Yeah. But uh, just remember, don't Chuck snort Schumer it. being the, he's the senator who's uh, trying uh, uh, trying to make it illegal. Senator from New York. I would just you know reiterating. Yeah. It's always good to let people know what we're talking about when we mention people's names. Yeah. Titles are good. Senator Charles Schumer. Who just likes to hear himself talk sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, today I'm going to talk about pulque. Do you know what pulque is? Mm-mm. You don't know what pulque is? I do not. Do you like tequila? Does tequila like me? The answer is no. But yes, I do enjoy tequila. Do you drink tequila, Shoop? Do I drink tequila? <laughs> I, yes, I do on occasion. I think everyone has the same answer with tequila. So. Yeah. I, I used I used to have a bar with the largest collection of tequila on the Eastern Seaboard, and we had pulque. But apparently, you can't get it in in uh, in uh, Washington. Maybe you can if somebody knows of pulque. Is from it, they've been making it for a millennia, and it's basically undistilled uh, agave sap. Mm. So what they do, and so you don't kill the plant when you make it. So farmers for a hundred years will go up to a, it's called a century plant or an agave plant. It's like an, it looks like an aloe, uh, if you've ever seen it. And what they do is they, they open up the pina without killing it, and they scrape it, and it makes this juice. And then they keep going back, and they scoop the juice out, and it's white, and it's sweet like honey. Mm. And then they'll take that and ferment it, and it ferments really quickly. I've heard anywhere from three and a half to six percent in alcohol when it's all done. 
and you drink it, and it's milky, and uh, these farmers have been doing it for a hundred years, and you can also make soda out of it. So um, if you've ever been to a tequila bar that had pulque, uh, it's, it's, it's very rare. I know that I was talking to a guy who works at Barrio. Um, are you familiar with Barrio, anybody? It's a tequila bar here in Seattle. No. I am, yes. I, yeah, I, yeah. Right on 12th mm-hmm. uh, near Pike. Mm-hmm. Capitol Hill. On Yes, on Capitol Hill. Right on 12th near Pike. And they have a beautiful selection of tequila. And uh, the guy was saying he wishes that he could find some pulque. And uh, it's, uh, it, I'm, it's hard to describe, and nobody here has had yeah. it. Actually, I went into Barrio. You've been there? What did yeah, you have? Yeah, really nice bar. It's a huge it's winding round, bar. Yeah. yeah, winding, like marble bar, and they have... They have an incredible selection of uh, tequilas and mezcals. Yeah, it's a cool Mexican restaurant. Right. So before tequila, you have pulque. Very classy, very stylish. Yeah, it's 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 cool. And it's it seems like I've never walked by it when it wasn't open. I'd have to say, I mean, Capitol Hill, if you're looking for something, they've got it. Pretty much. Yeah, you know, if you're looking for a tequila you can't find, they've got it. Exactly. You want to find a rum? Well, you know, Rumbo has Rumba. the largest we'll rum it. selection. Right. Right. If, if you're trying to find the most exotic cocktail in the world, probably Cannon makes it. Probably. Yeah. Or Liberty. So, Li- if really, Capitol Hill has right. it all. But they don't have pulque. So Yet. Yet. Uh, so, we had a guy that uh, drove out from New York in a van, mm. and he would sell us hot peppers and pulque <laughs> for my restaurant. It was kind of cool. Yeah. So... I know it's, uh, if anybody knows uh, where they can find pulque, please uh, let me know. And this has been Johnny's Good Spirits. And I just want you to know there's nothing good spirited about drinking and driving. So don't be a knucklehead. Don't drink and drive. Nobody does in this city. Are you kidding? They catch people all the time. Eh, for the most part, everybody walks, takes a cab, or Uber, or Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Why wouldn't you? I have no Everybody idea. Everybody lives in apartments in the city and goes out. They walk back to their apartment. Yeah, but what if you're in Belltown or somewhere and you want to go take to Uber? What if you want to? Everybody uh, takes Uber. Yeah, Uber. Yeah, you have a few drinks. You call Uber. Mm-hmm. Do you Uber when you're going over to? Uh, I do. You do. Everybody okay. does. Are the rates really good still? It depends. You know, they 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 hike their rates when it's busy, and uh, sometimes I'll just get a regular cab too. You know, if I see one of those. Yeah, I'm, they're I'm, yellow. I'm usually get, and I'm, green. I'm, Sometimes yeah. green. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where I think they should all be regulated in cabs like New York. Yeah. That way you never get surprised about the price. I would be okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's like you get in, you know that it's a $20 yeah. cab ride. And yeah, that's New the York end of cabs, it. I've never experienced anything like that easy, pretty much. Like you just get in. Yeah, you whistle, you yeah. get the cab, you're done. Yeah. And, there, you know, you don't need Uber. Yeah. Unless you're trying Hey, to... hey, come on now. They're a good, good service. People like them. Yeah, yeah. we're not knocking the company. No. Uh, oh, it sounds like you're knocking <laughs> No, I just wish it was regulated because, like he said, when it's busy, yeah, they charge they four ju- times they, the rate. They do rent? they? Yes, oh, yeah. they do it all well, the time. Well, I've never used them. Like uh, when I had my New Year's Eve party, I walk people, everywhere. People were saying on New, oh, Year's, New Year's Eve, I'm sure it was five, you know, six, five times. blocks. You know, sixty bucks. Yep. Well, you know, it's a capitalistic way. Make what you can when you can do it. Yeah, at yeah. the expense of everybody. Well, you know, it's here. a competitive market now. Taxis, Uber, Lyft. Mm-hmm. I saw. For my first time, I saw the uh, the streetcar go by on uh, South Lake Union. Oh, yeah. you've never seen that before? The South Lake Union trolley, also known as. It was as. nice. Yes. <laughs> I was sitting outside having a, a cup of coffee, and the streetcar went by. 
There you go. You know, there when was hardly anybody in it. When, when that, well, it when, goes from what South Lake Union to downtown and up there, to Capitol Hill. Is that the route? No, no it just it goes, goes. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. It goes from like north of the like Fremont area to yeah. South Lake. And when they when well, they it opened says it downtown up, on the that's the downtown. Yeah, that's it. It's talking about maybe it maybe goes a little bit further to the the to the needle. But be nice to see more of them. Yeah. I know they're working. Well, they on are it. just opening one up on Capitol Hill. I love them. And the other part of I it. I think they're really great. They're quiet. They're quick. And right. they right. really got to, this city's really got to start tapping into that. Yes. And they're also changing the one that goes on Westlake mm-hmm. to, uh, they're closing the lane that the car is yeah. on so that they can cars move so that they can move faster. Yeah. And everybody's all up in arms Make about that. Well, you know, I lived in Boston. I grew up in Boston. Yes. We all used to, the, the streetcar and the cars just drove around each, the, they went, you went around them. The green they, line. They always got you where you're going, and they still do it that way. No, they they don't have a they don't allow cars now in the lanes of the green line of the street. The cars? green line doesn't go on any streets anymore. Yes, it does. What street does it go on? Well, I'm sure it goes down Calm Ave like it used to in Boylston. Yeah, but it's all blocked off. You can't drive there. Well, I haven't been there in ten years. But the last time I was there ten years ago, it was you could. that. No, you couldn't. Yeah. No. Well, you know, when's the last time you were in Boston? Twenty five years ago. That you can try, they drive on the street. I, they didn't when I was there. Streetcars are on the streets still in Boston. All right, I don't think so. I I don't think right. you know, we're in Seattle. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the street in Seattle. Yeah, that's for sure. They're streetcars. Yeah, are they electric? Oh, there's one. The ones, the new ones up on Capitol Hill. They're both battery and. Electric. Yeah, I I feel like they're electric. And they cover them with uh, advertising designs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and apparently the colors of them are crazy. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Have you seen the new ones? They only started testing them yesterday. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about it for. Okay. I'm pretty sure those were new ones that were going by me. Yeah, but you're talking Westlake. I'm talking Broadway. I was talking South Lake Union. South Lake Union. I'm talking Broadway on Capitol Hill. Westlake isn't South Lake Union. Westlake is way the heck down the other side. Okay. It's the same one that goes back and forth to downtown yeah, is Westlake. There's, there's another one. I know. I haven't seen that one, no. Okay. Is, it, is it is running? Not They're testing it. From Capitol Hill. The one on Broadway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, Pike, we got that covered? So Pike Market's got a big uh, shebang going on. They're going to try a $36 million project starting <laughs> where they're going to build a bridge over there and they're going to expand the market. Have, did you see that story? No, I don't know about this. Yeah, there's a big uh, development going on. I feel like they're always expanding at the market. Speaking, well, But this one's going to be huge. I mean, you know, and I think it's over, you know, the, it's like $100 million over the long term. Or, mm. But uh, that would be great. Where's but the they bridge? have to wait for the viaduct to be put in and get rid of the overpass before they can actually build the bridge from Pike Market to, cool. to the water where they're going to expand the oh, market. Oh, so it's part of the waterfront plan. So it'll never happen. Yeah. Yes, it will. <laughs> oh, you people are such whiners. It'll happen. It's going to take a while. I had yeah. all the information on my phone, but we're using that to, young. To, to film, so I can't <laughs> grab it. But there was a story uh, that my friend sent me from uh, the King 5 did a story on it, and and uh, the TV station, and it looks uh, very interesting. They're going to you know, make it bigger and better. I love Pike Market, but I had a bad time there the other day. My car got hit, mm. and it was a hit and run. Ugh. And, they, and the security was there, and he asked me to wait for the cops because he wanted to catch her. 
So, whatever. Two and a half hours later. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, something else is going on in the city that um, I'm looking forward to going to if I can get in, but yeah. I heard it's sold out. It is. Emerald City Comic Con. Yes, I went yesterday, and it was... Did you buy your tickets ahead of time? I did. It was, and they were sold out when I bought my tickets, too, so... I How much is it? Extra. Uh, you'll probably pay right now. Are you talking scalper tickets? Yeah, 50 bucks. I can't believe you're going to buy scalper tickets to get into Comic-Con. Yeah. Well, Stan Lee is there this year. The man, the myth, the legend. I didn't even know what Comic-Con was until I moved to Seattle. And this was my first Comic-Con, so... But it was a great experience. Got to... You, you, the artists and the authors and everyone, they're, they're within touching distance and you can talk with them. And I was talking with one of the artists because Marvel purchased... Or Disney purchased Star Wars and they also purchased Marvel. Oh, right, right. So now Marvel makes Star Wars comics. Disney purchased Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh. The, they're in charge so of now the they, they own out. the princesses and the superheroes. For yeah. boys. So they just have all children forever. Everybody's dressed up at Comic-Con? A lot of, dre- a lot of people dressed up. A lot of great, <laughs> crazy costumes. It's really funny when there Comic-Con, people who the people walking down the street yeah. are crazy, right? Yeah, there are people who will spend all year. I saw a 12-foot Tauntaun from Star Wars. You know the beast that they ride? Yes. A one-person costume. It was a full-size 12-foot, and it moved. The head moved. He was moving the head, the eyes. Come on. It was spectacular. I have to go. It was Jim Henson-esque, like, puppetry. And this is going on uh, today and tomorrow. Yep. And uh, open until, I believe, 7 both nights, 7 p.m. I suppose tonight will be the biggie. Tonight's the biggie. And again, there's a lot of celebrities there, Stan Lee being the big one. Um, What other celebrities are there in this world? I mean, in the comic book world? Yeah. Just you people on the TV shows and the movies. Have you heard of a show called Firefly? Nope. Joss Whedon did it a while back. I don't have TV. Yeah, it was like one of his first shows. Yeah. Um, Anyways, it was a really big success, kind of a cult classic, so. Well, I Mm. hope to get a ticket. I didn't realize I was going to have to buy Skull. I'm going to sneak in. I'm just going to walk in. I don't think it is. Honestly, you can probably find someone walking out being like, I got a ticket, I'm leaving, and you could be like, I'll take it, go in for a couple hours. I have gray hair, nobody questions me. (laughs) They wouldn't think that an older gentleman would even try something like that. You're like 60, right? Just get a lanyard. I'm uh, in my 40s. I'm early gray. You're in your 40s. Anyway, um, (laughs) I I don't want to talk about me. (laughs) I do. I want to talk about you. You you don't have to bring my personal life into the show. Why? Because I try to keep it personal. All right. Thanks. Bye. How old are you? By the way, you look good. 54. You told me you were 64. I don't know what to believe now. 64. <laughs> 54. <laughs> what? All right. You're a good looking 54. <laughs> yeah. You got good genes. I know. You're going to live forever. Yep. Yes, I am. The German genes. You keep telling me about that. Well, before we run out of time, I, I would like to squeeze my uh, movie review in. What'd you see? While we're young, I don't like the title right off the bat. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, me either. I mean, right I'm away, I'm, I'm going in with a bad attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I am young, and I'm not in. So. While we're young. Okay, that was the best we could come up with for this one, Noah Bombach, uh, who's done some good stuff. Bombach or Bombach? Bombach. Thanks. Bombach. Starring, I have no idea. Starring Naomi Watts and Ben Stiller and... Naomi. Adam Naomi Watts and Adam Driver and Driver. It's, it's Driver. Sorry. It's D River. It's D River. 
Keep going. You can, you're doing good. You know, if you're going to screw up the movie review, just tell me ahead of time. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Where's my... Uh, anyway, this is about a, a documentary maker, which is Ben Stiller. He's a, supposed to be a, um, a Generation Xer. You know, he's kind of at the uh, tail end of his career of documentary making. And uh, Adam... It is Driver, yes. correct? Yes, it is. <laughs> Adam Driver plays the up-and-comer, you know, millennial or generation texter that I call them, generation text. That's my my uh, name for the millennials. Who does anything to get, you know, ahead in the business, thus utilizing Ben Stiller's connections and befriending him to do so. And again, I just found the characters over shallow. I just found that one dimension takes place in New York City. You know, it's the, it really didn't have much depth to the plot. And you kind of knew where this was going. I don't know. It didn't have enough twists and turns. And I didn't know if it was supposed to be comedy or some drama. I don't really know. They didn't find their voice in this one. And I just kind of watched it. And it kind of just fell flat, like a flat documentary. But mm. this movie... Maybe would have done better if they'd started out with a better name. While we're young, gets a half bag of popcorn. Half oh, bag, popcorn. decent. Well, you know, some people might enjoy it. It's not like it was bad. It yeah. just wasn't. It had a lot of missing elements that I like to see. And Ben Stiller, you know, I don't know. He didn't. None of the characters could really draw out the characters in the in the script. They were kind of one dimensional. They didn't get enough depth. So. Uh, I'd like to see Ben start doing some more work, you know, that's funny and up his alley and uh, things that we could appreciate his talents. Like Sean Penn in my last review, uh, sometimes I just think they're resting on their laurels. Zoolander 2 coming, so keep an eye out. Yeah, you know, I like Ben Stiller, but I like it when he does, like, serious roles and just gets into embarrassing situations. What was that Along one? Came Polly? Along Came Polly, that kind uh, of thing. You know, yeah. he's, a very, he's really great in an interview, but he, you know, his dad... His dad, though. His dad. Well, his whole family, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. He's a busy guy, though, boy. He's got a full slate of Yeah, and he's married to uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. All righty, then. From the Brady Bunch. Oh, you're kidding me. No. I had no idea. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I did I like him. I name, but. I did like him in the. Uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I thought you were saying. Well, I actually yeah. enjoyed him in Walter Mitty. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, Walter I thought, Mitty was really great. I thought Walter Mitty was great. I think that was and a, it didn't uh, get good reviews. Yeah, it was yeah, a movie that went un- underappreciated. And when I saw it, I didn't have high expectations, but I gave it a full bag of popcorn oh, on DVD. Yeah. I would I put butter on that. And yeah. as for uh, Mr. Bond back, you know, I'd like to see, you know, he's been he's done some good things and uh, but this wasn't one of his higher quality movies and uh you know, he's he did uh, my, my favorite was the movie uh, The Whale and where is my where are my notes? Where did they go? Okay, can't find it. Anyway, the whale and you know the one I'm talking about the whale and the. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm tired. I'm pulling it up right now. But you look great. <laughs> you, you do. The squid and the whale. Squid, squid and, and the, the whale. whale. Excellent Greenberg, movie. The I, fantastic Mr. Fox. He worked yeah. on. Oh, nice. So, I'd like to see him get out there, and he's got some movies coming up that he's working on. Flawed dogs. Yeah, The Emperor's Children that he wrote. So we'll see what happens. He's talented. He's one of the better directors out there. New York film. It's been a while since we've seen some coming on. Uh, you know, New York, uh, Yeah, not on the uh, radar screen or a lot of movies lately. But, I mean, they, you know, they're, it's up there, but not like it used to be. Yeah. You no, know, they were just talking about f- figuring out ways for them to get to do more filming here in Seattle, too. Yeah, we have some, we don't really entice people to... Uh... I think they're going to start. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, they're going to need a little more money. Are you going to get better this million. week? I hope so. All right. 
With that said, uh, what are your plans for the uh, remainder of the weekend? Uh, well, actually, I'm going to be working for my wife tomorrow. Good, good. Yeah, I've got, I got a job to do. In the morning, I might go for a quick kayak. Taylor, what are you doing? Uh, the rest of the weekend, I'll be here working and then uh, getting ready for the uh, rest of the week. Maybe slip into Comic-Con one more time if I can. Tomorrow, there you go. Tomorrow we have Gonzaga against Duke. We do. Wow. Yes. Could they make it to the Final Four? I, I say so. yes. yes. Although it's going to be an evenly matched game. Those two mm-hmm. teams are going to match up well. Yeah. Mike Krzyzewski and the Blue, Dude, Blue Devils, so it's going to be a hard matchup. There we go. That does it for this Out on the Town show. I'm Shoop Shepard. I'm Johnny Boyser. So get out on the town, have a good time, and we'll talk to you next week.